It's your day's Adesh. And um, it's Friday. Friday we officially learn a Maimah, right? The rest of the week we're stealing and learning Maimah, but Friday it's official. So we're learning today a Maimah. And I, I want you to know I have a very, very big problem. Because Tafshir Mamal was an Ibayar. I'm seven my mother behind. Count them. Seven my mother behind. And I'm thinking already about Yer Aleph Nissen and the Rebbe's capital. I don't know how we're going to have to squeeze everything in. But we'll figure it out. Um, this is the Maimah Viyata Tetzaveh. The famous Maimah Viyata Tetzaveh. Which the Rebbe gave to each one of us. Uh, less than two weeks before the stroke. It was a Tuesday night. The stroke was a Monday night. Um, but this is the built-in movie. This is the unedited version of the Maimon. It's hard to get a hold of this. Because when they print Svarim now, they only print the edited version. They don't put in the unedited version. So, of course. So I uh, advertise that we're going to learn this Maimon. But we're Dafka going to learn the built-in movie. We're not going to learn the edited version. Because we've learned the edited version literally 25 times. So we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to learn the unedited version. I want to say this. I, I, I sat this morning and prepared this Maimed. And remember, I told you that the chap is to learn this Maimed. And make believe I haven't learned the edited version, which is impossible to do. <laughs> um, I understand, I think, Rabiel prepared the Mugur, the Maimed, the edited Maimed. The Rebbe said Vatatatava many times. There's no question in my mind that what the Rebbe put into that Maimed is not based only on one Maimed, it's probably based on many Maimodim. It's probably also based on a number of Sikhs that the Rebbe said over the years, which culminated in the Maimed as it came out in 1992 in Tavshin I think I understand what it is about this Maimed that makes it different than other Maimodim at Because here, the first page and a half discuss how you could be rich materially and spiritually and be cautious. I think that's the Chiddush of this Maimed the idea that the Kibbalah Yehudim is after the nest, that Yidna living in Mitzrayim in, in, in Shushan Abida. And life is good. The miracle, the nest has happened, Haman is dead, and Esther is the queen, and Amorcha Yehudi is the Mishnah Melchah Hashvesh Degan Samaise. And Ayid is Kosis Lamor. This idea you have in this Maimed at length, and it's conceivable that this is the only time that ever said this thing. So that's how the Maimed was created. But if you look at this Maimed, and you look at the edited Maimed, except for a small part of it, you say, how did this come from that? <laughs> this Maimed, as you can see, it's short. It's five pages and a couple of lines. The edited version is more than twice this size. It puts it in the number of words. And the build of the edited Maimed is very profound. The way the Maimed is developed is very involved. And again, I, I'm certain that when Abiel prepared that Maimed, it wasn't based only on this. It was based on other Maimodim and other Sikhs where the Rebbe analyzed the Postal that led to the way that Maimon was prepared that the Rebbe finally edited it. In other words, the Rebbe's Tata expands 40 years and there was one man who had it all in his head and he still has it in his head. And that's Rabiel Khan. So he, when he prepared the Maimon, prepared it based on the incredible influence that the Rebbe has in his way of thinking and that's how that Maimah was developed. What we're going to do is we're going to learn this Maimah just the way it's written. In other words, we're going to make believe we don't know any history, we don't know anything about Vata Tetzaven and Mogadika Maimah and Topshin and Beis and Purim Cotton. We're going to learn this Maimah at Azaviyah Stating Gate. And you'll see that I have, I think, 11 numbers. Yeah, 11 numbers. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 10, 11. Which means this is the sequence in which we're going to learn the Maimah. 
these 11 numbers study the Pasuk the 15 word Pasuk in order okay here's what we're going to do we're going to read a Pasuk we're going to analyze first Kasha and Teretz then we're going to do we're going to ask the question and give the answer then we're going to explain question and answer and then the last point is an answer that the Rebbe didn't even ask the question and the very last paragraph of this Maimed number 11 is a summary of the entire Maimed so I left that for last okay so you understand what we're doing the Maimed analyzes a Pasuk we're not going to learn all the questions we're going to learn a piece of the Pasuk a question and an answer another piece of the Pasuk a question and an answer another piece of the Pasuk a question and an answer and then the last piece of the Pasuk that's how we're doing this and again it's not going to look very similar to the Vyata Tetzavah, the Mugadike, and that's how we want to do it. We want to learn, I don't know if this is a sin or not, but this is what we're doing, okay? None of the snow and Adapurim and Va'anapehu. We're learning the Maimed the way the Rebbe said it, built in Mugadike. So all you got to do is keep track of numbers, right? It's one, two, three, four, five, then you have six, then you have seven, then you have eight, then you have nine, and then you have ten and eleven. Vyata Tetzavah, B'nai Yisrael, God Almighty says to me, you should command the Jewish people. They should bring to you shemen, oil, zayis of olive, zoch, which is pure kosis, that have been pressed, to make it shine. The previous ever asked the question. In the Maimah, which he said, and put him cotton in the year that he was arrested, 1927, four lines into the paragraph, the lechere, a neimuvan, the Rebbe has a kasha. Why is there a change in the form of this command? From the rest of the commandments in the Torah. All over the Torah it says, And here it says, So the Rebbe now says, Let me explain to you what the previous Rebbe's question is. All over the Torah. To command the Jewish people. So Moshe is simply a communicator of a message. The one giving the command is the Ebishter. Moshe is simply an intermediate to communicate. The message of the Abishad Esatsivili Yisrael, the commandment of Hashem to the Jewish people. So normally the Tata sees Mesha Rabbeinu as a communicator, as a prophet. In this case where it says you should do the act of Tetzaveh, Mashma it seems Shemesha is not giving over a message, but the message is for Mesha. Hashem isn't telling Mesha what to tell us, Hashem is telling Mesha what Mesha must do. And what Moshe must do is called Tetzal. This is the question. Now we go to number two, which is on the bottom of page 154. Okay? The Vyata Tetzabah happens through Moshe Rabbeinu. Now, of course, I skipped. I skipped the most important part of the Maimed. We just jumped two pages and we skipped the Kosas Lamoyed, which is the, the direction you know where we're going to. But that's how we're learning this. Ashtikal ashtikal. Why does it say va'ata tetzava? So the Rebbe teaches. All of us know. Meish Rabbeinu is called the trusted shepherd. 
He's the loyal shepherd of the Jewish people. Mesha sacrificed himself for his sheep, and certainly for his sheep, namely the Jewish people. But then comes another point. What was the nature of his being a shepherd? He's a trusted shepherd in matters of faith. He shepherds and provides the Jewish people with matters of faith. So there's two things here. Number one, that he's very dedicated. And number two, what's his job to give Yidin Emun? can be indirect. Stands at the entrance to a tunnel that he's dug to break and enter. He wants to go into the house and steal, right? Aganav. And the Alter brings in his letter, he's even ready to murder. And as he breaks into your hands to steal, and if need be, to kill or be killed, he davens to the Eibishter to be spared. He believes in the Eibishter, but he uses his belief in the Eibishter to daven to the Eibishter to help them violate two of the Ten Commandments. The moon is hidden. The psalmist doesn't change his actions. He's a ganav at the opening of a machtet. So you can have a Muna, you can believe in the Eibishter, and do whatever you want. Why do you have to have Meisha Rabbeinu? They should have a Muna in the Eibishter and do what the Eibishter says. Therefore there's a Meisha Rabbeinu, top of page 155 now. And here you have the Lashon that we know from our Vatatetzabe. Shehuzan umefarnes, he provides mezenis and parnasa. The collective of the Jewish people, that the Amunah, which they have naturally, should be should be internalized. Because we believe in the Eibishter, we do what the Eibishter says. Because we believe in the Eibishter, we do not do those things the Eibishter says not to say. That's it. Done. Fini. That's the whole explanation of Atatatan. How many lines is that? It's maybe 11, 12 lines. Less. It's ten lines, nine lines. This is the whole Vata Tetzava that Meisha Rabbeinu connects you to the Eivishter by giving them Emunah. All the other stuff about the different types of Emunah, Pnimi, Makiv, Chaya, Yechide, Yechide, Makiv, Yechide, Pnimi, are not here. And it goes right away to the next point. What's the next point? And this is, this is one of the big Chedushim of Amaimah. Vata Tetzava means that you should connect. That's the title of the word. What's the simple title of Vata Tetzava? You should connect Yidin to... The Eibishter. At the end of the Maimah, there's a different Taich. What's the second Taich? You should connect Yidin huh? to one another, to each other. And now the Rebbe continues, Vizehu. And this continues to further underscore, Meish Rabbeinu connects Yidin to the Eibishter by strengthening their Amunah, but, when Meish affects that the Amunah that a Yid has, should be Bepnimius and it should affect his life. It's not a joining of Yidna the Eibishta, it's a joining of one Jew and a second Jew. The word Tetzav means to be together and to tie. The word Tetzav means near each other. Tetzav means to be in the same place. Chibah means bound. This is not about joining Yidna to the Eibishta, but Yidna to one another. That Gambachin is Bnei Yisrael Shel Bar Miguf. Even the lowest Yidden, then the Madrig of Nehi, which is called Labar Migufa, Harehu Meish Rabbeinu's reach is such that Maachad is Kula. He joins them all together. Farvos 
when it comes to faith, all the Jews are equal. goes to the very essence. So here's the other thing. Since Meishar Abenu's Inyan is to strengthen Amuna, it is automatically Meishar's Inyan to make Achdas Yisrael. Because at the Amuna level, all the Jews are the same. All the Jews are equal. And since all the Jews are the same, all the Jews are equal, on an Amuna level, Meishar Abenu not only unifies Yidin with the Eivisha, through the Amuna, he unifies Yidin with one another. Now of course, in the Maimed, the Rebbe has two Madregis in this. One Madregis that unifies the Neshama. And the higher Madregi that unifies even the goof. But you don't really see that here. Okay? V'yash Lema. Next paragraph, please. This is actually even more than it says in Tanya. In chapter 32, Mitzvah Sabbath Yisrael. That this Va'atat Sabbath, that by Meshach Rebbein revealing Yiddish Munah, he not only joins Yidna and the Eivishter, but he joins Yidin to each other is even deeper than what says in Tanya. Favos. The reason for Avas Yisrael and Tanya is of Echad Lukulana. We have the same father. Who knows who's greater? Here the Rebbe says even more. That how is Meishan Abeinu? Connecting every year to one another. It's not because of our father. It's not because of our character. But because the very essence of a Yid, which is Inyan HaMunah, which is the concept of faith, is Dovar Echad Mamish. We're Mamish one. So in Tanya Pedic Lev, the Altarebbe discusses Avas Yisrael based on our source. That our source is one, so therefore we have a relationship. In this Maimed, he says that Avas Yisrael is based on our own essence. The essence of a Yid is Amunah. On the Amunah level, we're all equal. And the Rebbe argues this is even deeper than what says in the Tanya. Okay, do a Maimed. The Friedrich Rebbe says, Shabshitetzal ish poshadol matam. The simplicity of a simple Jew is the simplicity of Atmos and Hosein, and the simplicity of a Jew shows itself in the Mugid. Now, so does it say here what says in the Mugid Only if you're Rabbi El Khan. <laughs> he just says in Tanya of Avas Yisrael, in our mind we have a deeper Avas Yisrael. What he does in the mind is he develops as an Avas Yisrael, if you cancel our differences with one, and you have an Avsalmitzadaguf when you include our differences where we But none of that is written here on the surface. This you have to sort of hear under the surface. And that's how the Mugadikamaima was developed from this Maim. So okay, we're gonna be simple and naive, right? I told you I'm not supposed to mention the Mugadikamaim, I'm transgressing every line. Yeah. But you have two aspects to the Yata Titzava. means Meshik Kinaxid to the Abishta. Because he's Mamshah de Munabnimias. And as a consequence, he's Makasha one yid with another. So the Rebbe continues, I'm holding by number four now. That Meisha Rabbeinu was doing Tetzav. So here, Meisha is not simply a messenger of the Abish to tell the Jewish people Hashem's message, but this is Hashem's response, instructions to what Meisha Rabbeinu's task is. Meisha's Indian is to Mechazak and Munim. The revealing of faith. The Chizuk and its strengthening it is a day Moshe. Omavu Erba Maimed the Maimed explains the idea that Meishar Abenu strengthens Yiddish Emuna and internalizes it, and as a consequence, he makes Yidden become one with one another. Is true not only in Meishar Abenu Hagashmi, but this Pashtusa the Meishar Bechol Dorav Adonim, the presence of Meishar Abenu in each generation. That in every generation is Meishar Abenu and he's Machazik the Emuna of Yidden, and as such, he's Machazik the Avos Yisrael of Yidden. 
In the time of the Gezeda, Mordechai was the equivalent of Meshach Rabbein. By day, there, Pasuket in Alatzman, the Rebbe says, just like the Friedrich Rebbe says, that Mordechai in his generation was like Meshach in his generation, says our Rebbe, the previous Rebbe, is really admitting that the same is true of him. Who the Friedrich Rebbe, the Rebbe is, Meshach Rabbeinu Shebedot. Kveik, Kedoshes Meir Vachami, Admur the Friedrich Rebbe, Nesidereinu. Which is the Rebbe. For who, and it is Meshach Rabbeinu, that... Number one is Zol, number five is Zol, he provides Mezedis and Panasa in matters of faith. And as the Rebbe just told us, as a consequence of strengthening Yiddish and Muna, he affects Yifanavas Yisrael. Omnum, however. Now here comes a part which is very strong. Gilu Bechinezubi Yisrael, the idea that Meisharabe strengthens Yiddish and Muna, and as a consequence strengthens Yiddish Avas Yisrael, is Beyesam Neshamis Beguhim, as their soul is in a body. Now this may be the hint to the higher madrig of Abbas Yisrael discussed. Why they should see Vizay Yove Gam but in order for the idea of Amun and Achtos to come to the Jewish people as they're in a body, it has to come from Meshar Abenu as Meshar Abenu is in a body. Kvishahu Neshama Baguf. As Meshar Abenu is in a Shama Baguf. Vyeshlaima Badarachasha, which explains the Lachay Nema Vyata Tatavistam. When it says you should connect, Lay Bishem Havaya. Without using the Abish's name, because the command has to come from he's a soul in a body. So what's the Rebbe saying over here? That when the Abish says, it doesn't say Hashem's name, and of course we know why it doesn't say Hashem's name. Because in today's Chitas, in Pashas Tetzave, the Abish's name is never mentioned. But the Rebbe says the reason it doesn't say Hashem's name is to underscore that Mesha's ability to strengthen Yiddish Munah and to create an increase in Abbas Yisrael is only when Meshach Rabbeinu was in Hashem Abaguf. How this ties into not mentioning the Abish's name, I don't know. Right, fine. That's that's the that's the pshat. But the Metzias is that Meshach Rabbeinu's name isn't mentioned. Lechayret should say that the reason Meshach Rabbeinu's name isn't mentioned because Va'ata doesn't only mean Meshach Rabbeinu lived thousand years ago. It means every Meshach Rabbeinu in every generation. But the Rebbe says directly, for Moshe to be Mashpia and his generation and Muna and Achtos, they have to be in the Shama Baguf because he's influencing their Guf also. And he must be in the Shama Baguf. How this ties into the Lebe Shema Vaya, I don't know. So we just explained Va'ata Tetzava, Va'ata Tetzava Esbene Yisrael. Five words, Va'ata Tetzava Esbene Yisrael was just explained. The question was why it says Va'ata Tetzava, and the answer is this is not about Moshe giving Hashem's message. But Moshe doing his job, and there's two levels to strengthen Emuna, to strengthen Achtos, as they are Nishamis Beguf, which requires Meshe Rabbeinu to be in a Guf. Go back to the beginning of the Maimon. Number six. So you see what I just did? We read the first five words of the Pasuk. Now we're going to read back to number six. Umam Shech Shalom, it says in the Pasuk, and the previous time I asked the question on this as well. Ve'eid, ma'hu Shem says to Meshach, you should tell the Jewish people that they bring the oil to Meshach What's the question? Haloin. Halo as so the Aaron. Aaron lit the menade. Skip the bracket. And therefore, the oil should not be brought to Meshach. The oil should have been brought to Aaron. And the question is, why does it say that the oil should be brought to Meshach when Meshach didn't light the menade? You should know what happens to be a halach. That lighting the menorah can be done by Azar. A non-Koyan can light the menorah. 
You know, a non-coin could light the menorah. Moreover, they could carry the menorah from inside the base of Mikdash into the courtyard of the base of Mikdash, where a place where Yisrael is allowed to walk, so you can light the menorah and then put it back. You can't move the Hanukkah licht after you light it. But in the base of Mikdash, they could move the menorah. A Yisrael could light the menorah. But in the Tate, it says Aden has to light the menorah. Which I guess means that when a Yisrael is lighting the menorah, he's doing it b'shlichos eshalat. So the question is, why does it say to bring the oil to Meshach Rabbeinu if it's Aaron who has to light the menorah? Now we go to number 7, which is the bottom of page 155. It says later, that the oil has to go to Meshach Rabbeinu. And the question we asked was, why bring it to Meshach Rabbeinu if Aaron is going to light the menorah? What's the Teretz? Just like this pasuk doesn't mean to command. It means to connect. First of all, to connect Yidin to the Eivishter. Second of all, to connect Yidin to one another. Third of all, this connection happens Dafke Neshama Beguf. So Behem Shech Lazed says, Yikuwe Lecha, Taiches the Rebbe, She Yisrael Peilami Ili Vemesh. That by Mesha Rabbeinu, connecting Yidin to the Eivishter, and connecting Yidin to one another, as the Neshama Beguf, it has an effect on Mesha Rabbeinu. And he explains Vahainyin who the Pshat is. We owe this on the Maimah. Meish Rabbeinu identifies the Jewish people as 600,000 feet, and he's a Nechi. So it's explained in Chesidis that a Nechi is a Nechi Hashem Alekecha, the highest Madrege. Meish Rabbeinu merits that in him is revealed the Madrege of a Nechi. How? Because he's a Rebbe, because he has feet. His head is raised up because Meisha Rabbeinu was involved with Yidin, who are relatively speaking on the Madrega of Raglayim. Therefore, Meisha Rabbeinu himself achieves a higher level of Nechi. What the Rebbe says in the Maimah, Meisha has an Aliyah. Meisha is being Mashpia Naz, causes an Aliyah in Meisha Rabbeinu. Through the feet of Meisha Rabbeinu, Meisha has an increase. And he says a very interesting thing, which doesn't say in our Maimah. When you listen to this, this is that in the Mugid I'll give you an example. It says in the Pasuk, Vaish Mesha on of Mayat. Mesha Rabbeinu was very humble, right? How was Mesha Rabbeinu very humble? So the Rebbe teaches me by comparing himself to other people. Mesha Rabbeinu's humility was relative. It was a juxtaposition. He looked at himself, he looked at others, and he felt humble. So the more people that Mesha Rabbeinu compared himself to, the more his humility was enhanced. The Rebbe says the increase of humility in Meishar Abeinu as the Anoichi of Meishar Abeinu. So the Rebbe says like this. Umavuah b'mokamach, it says in Chassidus, turn to page 156 now. The humility of Meishar Abeinu was most pronounced against the Jewish people of the generation who are the heel of Mashiach. And the Rebbe says, bracket... Right, this, in the later years, the Rebbe said this over and over again. This is Memaf, this is early. The last generation of Golos is also the first generation of Yulah that's going to be Makabal Pnei Mashiach, said Kenim, a God of Mamish. Says the Rebbe Mach Masafei Dosan, Bemesiras Nefesh. The last generation of Golos, as it was in the times of the Friedrich Rebbe, how were they unique and humbling of Meshach Rabbeinu? Because of their Mesiras Nefesh, right? We learned about this in the Maimed that we did last weekend told you that in the last weekend's mind there was two pages that are part of this remember you weren't here maybe Sunday Sunday the second hour um, 
that the Rebbe explained to us that in the times of the fear to get Rebbe, the Maila that they that humbled Meshach Rabbeinu was their Mesiris Nefesh. What about us? By us, it's Befrat Bahaingin Dal Yezbaijat Nehamali. We don't have Mesiris Nefesh, but we're not allowed to be dissuaded or discouraged from those who scoff. In other words, our Avoidah is to not care what anybody thinks, and the Rebbe says in the Maimah that perhaps it's a higher Madrege than the Mesiris Nefesh in Russia. The Mizemuvan, which teaches us, the daughter of the Ikvas of the Mashiach, the generation of Mashiach, Pelev Ilev and Mesha Rabbeinu. They call us an Ali and Mesha. Why? Mesha becomes more humble because of every Jew he compares himself to. Mesha Rabbeinu becomes most humble when he looks at the end of time. What's the end of time? Number one, Mesidas Nefesh. And number two, Ansafai from the Velt. Not to care what anybody thinks. Kilifnei Avedos Sam. When Moshe compares himself to the Yidden of this generation, his humility was Moshe was humbled by the Jews of all generations. And then he says, Then comes our generation. They add another aspect to Moshe Rabbeinu's humility, which he didn't have until then. We should be humbled also when compared Bifnei Dara, the equest of the Mashiach, the generation of the heel of Mashiach. And as a result, he becomes honored. Mikola Adam Ashapnei Hadama. So the Rebbe says, This is Taisha Ragli Ashanechi Bekir. That Mesha Rabbein has an Aliyah by his involvement with us. So here in the Bilti Mugger, it says, What's the Hezbollah? Well, Mesha having an Aliyah by his involvement with us, that we cause it Mesha Rabbein to another Madrega Vanivis. But the Bilti Mugger, the Mugger de Kamayme says something entirely different. But this is what it says here. That Meishar Rabbeinu grows by his relationship with people, and that's the tide v'yichuilach. That Meishar Rabbeinu connects us to the Yebish. That Meishar Rabbeinu has an aliyah. Okay, clear. Back to the beginning, number eight. That's right. His aliyah is anivus. His aliyah is anivus. Number eight. Now goes the third question. Now this part of the Maimed is the same as we have it in the in the edited part. What does it mean that Meisha Rabbeinu tells the Yid to prepare oil by squeezing olives? Lamoir, to reveal the source. And he asks a question on the word Kosis, and he asks a question on the word Lamoir. And the first question you Bechlal don't have in the built in Mugim. The oil for the Menei had to be very pure. Because the oil of Menei very pure, they didn't crush the olives, they didn't crush them at all. They took every olive, they put them in a little dish, and an animal gave them one zetz, one clap. Whatever oil came out, they used for the menada. That's it. The rest of the olive was then later put into a mill and ground. And the oil that they got from that went for the menachas, for the meal offering, for the flour. But the oil for the menada was not a crushed olive. Kam kam azetz. So the Rebbe says, why do you call it kosis? It wasn't kosis. The oil for the menada was not allowed to be by crushing the olive. The oil for the menada was giving the olive one zetz. The crushed olive produced oil for something else, for the menaches, for the meal offerings, for the for the oil that they used in the base hamikdash, but not for the menada. it says in Gemara, it's brought in Chumash Rashi. They would look at the olives at the very top of the tree, which are closest to the sun, which are the ripest, and they would hit them with a shtekele, poof, and the olives would fall. And then they would hit it one time in a press, and that's all they used. They didn't crush it at all. 
Why does the Pasuk say It wasn't Kosis It was a practical question The oil of the Besamikdash Which came from Kosis was from Menachas The oil of the Menachas was Kam Kam What about the word Lamoy? Question number 4 Why did it say Lamoy Instead of saying the word Lahoy He says just like They're called like a great luminaries And you should know there's somebody showing him who asked Akashi when the sun is called and the moon are called Ma'iris, they should be called Urim. Ma'iris means a source of light. Urim means that to produce light. The sun and the moon give us light. Why are they called Ma'iris? Here's the same Kashi. You don't have anything from the sun and the moon. You have something from the sun's light. So the purpose of the sun is the light that it gives you. That's Lahoyer, not Lamoyer. So why does it say Lamoyer? So the Rebbe questions the word Kosis. If you're talking about olives, olives were barely beaten to get the oil out for them. They weren't cussed at all. And why is it Lamoyed and not Lahoyed? And the answer is going to be because this is the Yenamay Sharabayim. That the idea that Mesha strengthens the Munah by Yidin. And that as a result of strengthening the Munah by Yidin, Mesha has an Aliyah. Because it becomes even more humble, is especially true in times of Kasus Lamoyed. The Yuvan said number nine. Now this you'll recognize. This is Takaviyat Tetzav. The previous Rebbe. See, the Maim of Atatatzave is based on a Maim from the Rebbe Rashab. From Tafresh Ayintes. And I just saw now a Maim, a Sikha that I learned. We learned it together here that it's called Dibra Maschal Kisisa, not Vatatatzave. But the Maim changed Dibra Maschal to be called Vikibal Hayyudim, but the previous Rebbe repeated it in 1927. And the previous Rebbe says, only in time of exile and suffering. You don't see any miracles. And there's nobody with us who really understands what's going on, as we discussed many, many times. The trademark of Golas is not the suffering. The trademark of Golas is the senselessness. If we are the nation of God, can you please tell me what we're still doing here? It's a good question. And at that difficult time, the Jewish people reaffirmed what they started doing when the Abish gave them the Tate. Why? When he didn't have exile. And Tzadis, Oz Nizgala be Yisrael Hamoyer, Shabbin Ishmael, reveals the Pintelayid, which is called Moy. And that's why it says Kosas. If Kosas was talking about olives, it wouldn't say Kosas, it would say Maket. But because Kosas is not talking about olives, it's talking about Jews. And Jews revealed the deepest level of the Nishama. Tapkin, the time of the greatest Taurus. Therefore it says Kosis. Therefore it says Lamoy. That's why he uses the word crushed. Even though the olives were barely crushed. And it says Lamoy, the source. Even though that it's for light. Because I dare Because we need not have Golas. And we need not have Gezeres. They're crushed. And this reveals the Yechidah Shabbat. Stop. That's it. So what's the tennis to the third and the fourth kasha? That when it says kosis, it's not talking about oil, it's talking about Jews. And when it says lamoid, it's not talking about light, it's talking about the revelation of a Yiddish and Nishama. And this happens Even though Hashem is talking to Meshach Rabbeinu who lives in Zman Abayis, the Ebishah tells him, you should strengthen Yiddish Hashem, Muna, and join one Jew together with another Jew in Baguf. Meshach has an aliyah. But kosis, when Yidin are crushed, in times of Tzadis, Lamar, they reach an even higher level, which is Yechid. Now all the rest of it, that there's different Meshar Abeinus, and there's different Lamar, and there's different Kosis, is not here. But the punchline is Barichas. Look at this. The Inyan Akhtisha. 
So far, we talked about Yidin being crushed from Tzaris. First line on page 153. First line on page 153. And here the Rebbe says, when a Yid is crushed, we understand crushed as Tzaris, pogroms, religious persecution, Achman al-Islam. Says the Rebbe, the Indian actish of Asmana Golos, the Yidna being, the idea of Yidna being crushed in Golos, who Gamka Sheyesol, and Tsayim Bematsav Shalar Chovavarva, is true when Jewish people find themselves in a broad and in a comfortable Mamedamat. Vafilu Beruchnius, even if they're in a comfortable condition spiritually, Shekiyam Ateru Mitzvah Shalahem, they're keeping Yiddishkeit, is Betachas Hashemus Vahid, as the ultimate of wholeness, peacefulness, and perfection. And beauty. Moreover, they do Yiddishkeit besimcha, and at the same time, there's kosas lamor. Only the Rebbe invented the idea of being tzebrachem besimcha. It's a special Rebbe invention, kosas lamor simcha. But that's just the implication. It says the Rebbe, the zegufa, the fact alone. You can't see godliness in a revealed way. There was man, our goals, sometimes there goals, a say, saying, you let it in over game, you can't see miracles. Hareze pale, inyanaktisha, eight is all. That's the cause of a Jew feeling crushed. Not because he has tzadahs, but because the is not revealed. And here comes one of the big chadushim of this maimed. Ktisha means tzadahs, crushed. Kimiki von cheetz and mitzayuse. Since the very essence of a Jew, vetekif mitzayuse, and the power of a Jew, Shall call every Jew who Gilealakus is a God to be revealed. Now let me remind you how we always do this. What is the normal definition of the Pintelayid? That you can't come separate from the Abishta. That you can't cut yourself off. Right? Here it says something else. That you can't live without revelation. This doesn't say before. This is the Khidish. And it says explicitly in this mind, right? Your Pintelayid finish a sentence. The traditional end of that sentence is your pintaliyid cannot be God or from God. He can't do it. You want to tell him what well, from the that he gives his life, not because he wants to, but because he can't become God or from his source. Here it says something else. Your pintaliyid needs elakus to be revealed. The revelation of godliness touches the essence of a yid. And if there's a lack of revelation of godliness, that alone causes causes, even if he personally has a good life, begashmius, and let's read it inside. The essence and strength of a Yiddish and Hishama is Gileyalukuz, is God should be revealed. When God is not revealed, is it in Gansin, Fanander, Ginumen, From that alone, he comes apart and he's shaken up, which is Madrega Kosas. In the movie, the Kamaiba, you have the second word, in Gansin, Setresel. And the Rebbe says, Moreover, not only does a Yid need Gilealakus and the Beis HaMikdash, and there's no Gilealakus and there's no Beis HaMikdash, he's broken. Maybe he has the Beis HaMikdash. Maybe he has Gilealakus. But he knows that somebody else doesn't. There's one corner of the world where the lack of divine revelation is felt. It's a lack. Which causes costs. You know why? If the revelation of godliness would be on the level of atmi, 
even if it's only in one place, the Madrega of Alakus, which is called Atzmi, either is everywhere or nowhere. So if the Esam of Hashem is revealed, it's everywhere, and if there's one place it's not revealed, it's a Raya that in no place is it revealed. So what's the Kosas Lama? You have everything. Like the Rebbe brings that the Bshum and Yechoi, there's no Chorm. In Bshum and Yechoi's personal life, there was no Chorm. The Hill of says it in the name of the Alter Rebbe. That there were certain Yidin, who the basic religion never destroyed. What's he Kosas Lama? Because he knows that by somebody else it isn't. One single tzaddik would do a perfect and a whole tshuva in his generation. Now, how could one tzaddik bring Mashiach? When a yidos tshuva b'shleimos, it's giliat musim husi is barach. It reveals the so-called essence of the Yibush. Which has no limitations of time and space. And if the Chuba was as it's supposed to be, the revelation would be of the level which we call Atsim. And if the revelation would be the Madrega that we call Atsim, it would automatically be in the whole world. Therefore, even if in your life there's Gilead Lukus equivalent to the Beis HaMikdash, if you know that something else it isn't, you know that you don't have the Beis HaMikdash. Call me, shall I live in the Beis HaMikdash? If the Beis HaMikdash isn't built, you're to trace I in your house, the Eid of the Beis HaMikdash shines on the Beis HaMikdash, the Sadiqim. When someone came and told the Mashiach come, they put their nose out the window and said, no, Mashiach didn't come. So what's the Pshat? He says, in their room, Mashiach already was, the light of Mashiach already was. So they had to poke their head out to hear whether Mashiach is in the world or not. But if you know Mashiach is not in the world, you know that the Mashiach in your room is also not Mashiach. Because if it would be Mashiach, it has to be B'kol Mokam B'Shav. And that's the Kosis Lamoy. It says in Hasidus, and again, all of this is almost verbatim from the edited Maimir. That Chaylez Begimatri Memtes. Chaylez, which means a sick person is 49. A person who has 49 gates of Bina. Now how many gates of Bina are there all together? 50. How many is he missing? One. And he's missing only one of the Sharam of Bina. And he brings this from the, the Raya from Meshad Abeinu. Skip the bracket please. Three lines from the bottom. And he calls man You missing the 50th gate causes in you. You're sick. Why would you be sick if you missing the 50th gate? And the Tarot is because if it's not the truth based on the Kuskif Lagzagan, 99% M is 100% check. 99% of the truth is 100% a lie. So a person holding by 49 gates out of a possible 50, and he's sick. So the Kosas Lamor doesn't have to be from Tzadis. Kos Lamor could be in the best of times. And again, this, Lechede, is the Chiddush of this mind. And the Rebbe says, Every year has a connection. To this idea that if Mashiach is not revealed, he's causes. Now, how does every Yid have a to being Tzubrach and Mashiach isn't here? So he brings the knife and al Again, all of this is in the Maimah, but here it's actually clearer than the way it was written in the Mughid, the Gemayimah. And it was printed. This is the Lashem we used to hear. Turn to page 154 now. When he was in a state of Dvekis. Bracket. I know this proof that was laid out. Pamacha didn't only happen once. Or from time to time. El Atomid Al Rebbe would say this over and over again. What did he say? 
Ich will sagen, Gott ist, I desire nothing. Ich will nicht dein Ganeden, I don't want your Ganeden. Ich will nicht dein Elam, my boy, I don't want your Elam, haba. Ich will mir nicht als dich allein. All I want is you and you alone. And the Rebbe says, Mizesh Sipo Zeh, who was that Tzemach Tzedek? Why is the Tzemach Tzedek telling us something that the Rebbe did? There's no Shaykhist to us. Elamai, if he told it to us, it has a Shaykhist to us. Moreover, Vinit Parsim, Vinit Vas, he publicized it and it was later printed. So if the Tzemach wrote it and publicized it and then it was printed move on every yid of the shaykhs to this madrega of Dichalein it says in Tanya the Jewish shepherds they give from themselves to the members of their flock Whatever Meshir Rabbeinu gives, has, he gives us. And in Hasidus, of course, this is Das. There is a moving Gambin which indicates in this case that if Meshir Rabbeinu needs Atmosam to the extent that if he's Chosir, Shar Hanun, he's completely crushed because by Meshir Rabbeinu, this is true, and Meshir gives of himself to us, it's true by us also. Listen to this. Shekal Ishmi Yisrael, seven lines, on top of page 154, that every Jew, every Yid needs, wants, and needs the Eivish to himself, and the Rebbe says in Yiddish, the only thing that can make him happy is nothing other than the Eivish to himself. Now here, the built-in Muga is clearer than the Muga. It says clearly, that the fact that Tzemach Tzedek repeated a word from Alton Rebbe, and it reached all of us. And we also know from Tanya that every Rebbe gives a piece of himself to his chassidim. Says the Rebbe, every Yid wants what the Alton Rebbe wanted. And what is that? Emes. Emes. Atmos Amos. If it's not a hundred percent the truth, I don't want it. And that's the cost of Lamar, that's the Chiddush of the Vyata Tatala. That it's not only when Yidin are finding those in times of Zodas and Zedas and Tzadas. A Yid is Mesa Nefesh, not to become a Goy Rachman of Islam. A Yid has everything in the world. If he doesn't have Atmos and Hus, he's Kosh How could a Yid want, a Yid lives in America, it's a good life. It's not only a good life, Bagashmis, it's a good life, Baruchnis. What do you want from me? What's missing? And the Territus is a Yid. And he has a Shaykhist to Mesha Rabbeinu. And Mesha Rabbeinu gives into him a Koyach. That until there's a gili of the truth, he's not happy. Nothing makes him happy. And here it's even clearer than in the Mugadikah Ma'imim. And that's the Pshat in the Megillah. The Rebbe doesn't say it without a kasha in Tenet. He says it Bepashtus. Where is Vekibal HaYehudim written in the Megillah? In Pedic Tess. Right? What happened in Pedic Tess? Haman was killed. The war was fought and won. Haman's children were hung. Mordechai was officially now the vizier and everybody knew he was a yid. Esther Amalka was the queen and she was a yid. On and 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 The yidn are making an affirmation. For what? There's no tzores. And the v'kibbal ayyuhudim is for gollers. Da'agam shahoyu oz yisob matav shalar chobah. Yidn were in the best possible condition. Shalai Mordechai hoyu oz mishnah l'malachach ha'shedesh. Mordechai was the vizier. The home of Haman was given to Esther, which the Rebbe is going to explain as infinite. 
It's not considered Haman's home anymore. It's considered hers. The comfort and the the uh, manifestation, the free expression of who Jewish people were was not only physical, it was spiritual as well. Even had the advantage of transforming darkness into light. They had the house of Haman, which was transformed into holiness. Mikomo came still. We're in Golos. We're slaves of Achashvedish, and because of that alone, curses. So the Rebbe doesn't even ask Akash and give a tenet. Where is the Kibbalayhud written in the Megillah? After the Ness. If the Kibbalayhud is written in the Megillah after the Ness, it happened after the Ness. What are you committing to now? Life is good. And the tenet says we don't accept Golos as a status quo. We don't accept God as a status quo. To what extent? Why? Because of the relationship between Ayyid and Meshach Rabbeinu, Gilead Lakus. What does the Rebbe say to Lashon? Call Ishmi Yisrael, seven lines on top of the page. Call Ishmi Yisrael, Reitze, Vitzarech, Eshaatzmus, and I'm reading the words again. The only thing that's going to make Ayyid happy is Mer Nisht Azdi Chalein. Let's go back to the end of the paragraph. Vezehu, this is the pshat. I want to tell you something. All my brothers are shluchim. So I have a brother in Southern California, in one of those places where there isn't even a reformed temple. So when you're on shlichas in a place where there's no reformed temple, what can I tell you? You know, you know, they ran away from God, not from the Orthodox God, from the reformed God. They went out to the Jewish establishment. So you're involved with such people that you can't assume anything. You can't assume anything. Which is my list as well. So one of my brothers tells me, the one who lives in Southern California, that it's very important to him to give them the Rebbe. How do you give people the Rebbe? With the videos, the gem. But some of the gem videos get pretty heated. They get pretty in your face. When the Rebbe starts talking about Israel, they put up some stuff. And the Rebbe starts talking about Chinuch. And he's wondering how the people of his community are going to respond. This goes back years, of course. And when he puts on the Rebbe, he says, the minute they see the Rebbe, they melt. They just, they just relate to this guy. They connect him. This is your answer to your question. Who's further away from them? My brother of the Rebbe. My brother they got trouble with. You know what I'm saying, yeah? But the Rebbe, no problem. This, this makes sense. I don't know what he's saying, but whatever he's saying, I'm in. I, 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 you know, I, I, I've been repeating a story without a name. So I had a fabrengen on Tuesday night with some bachrim in the light. I repeated the story, so they all told me the person with whom the story happened with, because he himself is telling the story. So I'll tell the story with his name. Yossi Jacobson was visiting a base Chabad. And he spoke. I mean, I don't have to tell you, he's the best speaker Lubavitch has. And uh, in the middle of his speech, a guy gets up and says, Rabbi, you're mamish brilliant, he says. But I hear you. You gotta, you gotta get out of the way we want to hear the Rebbe tell us. You have to get out of the way we, in other words, you are here to speak in such a way where we don't hear you, we hear Rebbe. And there's a whole lot of people that this guy, he's a pretty big Meshuganet, has gone around to try and intimidate anybody who calls himself a, a spiritual leader. And he goes and he gets under their skin and he came to the Rebbe and he stood and stared at them. <laughs> and the Rebbe looked back at him and he went like this, you understand? And he lost. He stared, he stared at everybody else. This guy has a whole story. How he figured out this is Emes. 
So he tells him, you have to get out of the way, you want to hear that Rebbe. If you think about it in real, in practical terms, that's what this means. You can't bluff. You know, one of the things we know with our own children, you give them a half a, a half a Yiddishkeit, they're not interested in a quarter of it. Emes they relate. Emes is not ours, it's the Ebishter's Emes. We're as far away from the Emes as the people who are the fathers from Tayyip Mitzvahs. And the Rebbe says, a Yid needs that. In practical terms, that's a direct connection to the Rebbe. Because this is Emes. Emes. And every Yid relates to this Emes. And if you don't have this emes, it doesn't matter what you have. Kostas lamoy, this this emptiness. It's not the emes. Vezehu, mashakolachad veechad mi yisrael mevakish. Every Jew requests b'choyim every day. Vetechazeno eneinu. Our eyes should see b'shuv v'cholatzian as you return to Yerushalayim berachmim. And every day we say we're looking forward to seeing you in Yerushalayim. And of course, there's a very special emphasis. This is not, I'm hoping Mashiach is going to come. It's, I'm hoping I will see Mashiach. You know, the Rebbe once told the, the get a Rebbe, he pointed at his eyes, Mashiach. with these physical eyes, I'm going to see Mashiach. That's, that's the difference. I was thinking yesterday, how many Baruchas of Shemineser talk about Mashiach? Probably half a dozen. There's a lot of Mashiach, a lot of different forms of Mashiach. There's Yerushalayim, and there's Tzemach David, and there's this one, and this one, and this one. But never does it say, I want to see my eyes. Until B'tachazena. No matter what kind of level you're in, whether you're on the lowest level or the highest level, he's thirsty and longing for Godliness to be revealed. And this deficiency of Emes crushes him to the extent that it's Megala HaMoyer Shevinishmosa it reveals the Moyer and the Nishama Shaydei Zemamshech HaSamoyer Shomayla which reveals Atmos and Hus from the Ebesh okay so we explained V'yata Tetzavez B'nei Yisrael Meisha connects even to the Ebesh we explained V'yata Tetzavez B'nei Yisrael Meisha B'nei connects even to one another we explained that it's Dafke in the Guf which is even a higher Madreya then we said V'yikolecha De'poyel and Ali and Meisha Rabbein and the way the Rebbe explains it here, it meant more in that Nevis of Meisha Rabbeinu. And then it says, Kosas Lamoy. That Kosas Lamoy is not only in a time of Gzeda, Kosas Lamoy is in the best of times. Okay? Now we go all the way to page 156, and we read number 10. Now here is an answer to a question that was never asked. How does the Pasuk finish? The Pasuk finishes, that the candles should burn constantly. The When it says in the next pasuk that Aaron is going to light the menorah, the menorah is going to burn from night till morning. The can in the first pasuk, where they're talking about making the oil, it says neretomit constant. So how come Aaron lights the menorah from night till morning, and when the oil is brought to Meishar Abenu, it's tomit? So the Rebbe answers, and again, this is word for word. In the Night till morning means change. And the Rebbe says there's two opinions whether the Menorah was lit all day or not lit all day. We're skipping it. Okay? Mikomokim, four lines from the end of the paragraph. I'm skipping two and a half lines. Mikomokim, it says, from night till morning, which shows. Even if the menorah burns day and night, but it burns differently by night and it burns differently by day. Baharaya, you say from night till morning. When you call the candle Tomid Pirushei Nitzchi, it's first of all an eternal candle, and second of all, it's always the same. 
Meisha doesn't only give Yiddish Emunah. Meisha gives Yiddish Emunah in such a way, in other words, Aaron can't do this. Aaron can give us a candle, Meisha gives us a candle, he reveals the highest level of Emunah. So how do you tie it into the Maimir? Tie it into the Maimir again, that when Yidin have Kosis Lamoir, when they're in the best of conditions, but because there's no Gilead Atmos, they're Kosis, this is the Indian of Neir Tamid. And the Rebbe finishes, number 11, now the next paragraph is a summary of the whole Maimid. Says the Rebbe, the is the trusted shepherd. But also, he's the shepherd of faith. He raises the Jewish people up. He raises Yidin up to the Madrega of Kesed. Aliyah b'mchinas ha'gulgeles and this kesed the gulgeles the skull is the madrega of amuna. V'achamisa nafshe b'shvil yisrael he gives his life away for yidin like it says in Pashas Kisisa like you mentioned in the beginning. The lack of mention of Meishah Rabbeinu's name in our Pasha Pasha Setzave is the symptoms of Meishah's mesidas nefesh. V'aydezeh through Meishah's mesidas nefesh pel behem gile b'mchinas ha'morishah b'nafshe reveals the pint of the yidin os achalei rak it's not only. Shavedosam he that their job is lahoyra se'elam b'nei mitzvah teirah to illuminate the world with the light of the mit the candle of mitzvah and light of teirah and lakosis yidn are crushed lamoir gili amorim husevat mitzvah vayday avede zu through meishar abeinu revealing yiddish emuna pale achtos b'nei yisrael you have the second tie but at the tzavat to connect yidn to one another to tzavat b'nei yisrael amloshin tzavat sevechibur to tie us to one another for who. How do you have an increase in Amunah? And an increase in Avas Yisrael, Ayyadi Aveda, Bishli Chuse, Shal Meshar Aveda, doing the Shlichas of the Rebbe. Kvei Kedush has made Vachami Admonis, he did the Fiyadi Kerebbe, Lakarev is called Yisrael, to bring all Yidin closer. Lakiyah Mateiru Mitzvahs to Yiddishkai, top of 157. Ayyadi Gila Bechinah Samoyer, Shabahemba, revealing the Etzaman Eshama. Vachiyah Neatomah, that Yid should become a candle that's just as bright when the sun is shining as he's bright when there's no light at all. Ve'ifenitzchi belishinoim eternally and without any changes. We merit quickly, immediately. And the candles in the base of Mikdash Begashmi is There will be revelation of the Abishter in every corner of the world. And there will be a of Atzmus. And the Rebbe says, We already had it once in times of Matanteda, so it's going to be bringing back something which was. And then the Rebbe concludes, So now, what do you say, huh? We learned the building Mugadakamaimir. We did it in fifty six minutes. The Mugadakamaimir would have taken us three days or four days at least, yeah? Is it the same mime or is it not the same mime? It's very different. Now, again, there's no question in my mind that whatever Abiel didn't take from here, he took from other places. Abiel didn't invent anything. You listen to the Rebbe for forty years, and the Rebbe said this Maimir maybe a dozen times. When he prepared the Maimir, he prepared it not only from this text, he prepared it from all the knowledge that he has from how the Rebbe taught him how to think about apostasy. And the questions, the Maimir has three steps, you know. Meisha Rabbeinu and Agolo Savaniyas. The Maimir is very, very scholarly. It's very developed. Two types of Amunah, Moir, and Nagansa, and Maisis. Here you see the heart, the Nishoma. The bottom line, the essence of that Maimir is here. The essence of that maimed. What is the essence of that maimed? First of all, the Yata Tetzava means that there's a relationship between strength and Yiddish and Muna. 
and strengthening Avas Yisrael, which is an amazing insight. It's really an amazing insight. And second of all, that Kosas Lamar doesn't only mean you're living in Stalinist Russia. Okay, otherwise, there's very little resemblance.